There's a hundred or more episodes of this kid's show. It's somebody's job to recap it. But the obvious problem for our group of co-hosts is going on too many tangents. Like maybe watching TikToks and Cordon Gabby Yummy or finding all our superpowers. Mentioning the times that Candace can test lit or playing a game for an hour. Giving nosy points, going to Twitter jail or laying some kind of egg. Reading and studying, running like Naruto or Ben's out fake when a pig. As you can see, there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done. So stick with us, cause what you're doing pod is gonna have some fun. So stick with us, cause what you're doing pod is gonna have some fun. Mom! Felipe, Will, and Navi are making a podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What You Doin', your favorite Phineas and Ferb Rewatch podcast. I am the Lizard Whisperer himself, Felipe, and I am joined by someone who loves a good mushroom, William Davis. Hey, yo. How you doing? I'm excited to be back for What You Doin' after hours. Oh, yeah, it is after hours for you, but it's not for me. Yeah, Navi's not here to babysit us today. So it's just the two of us. We can make it. Am I? Can I be Mini Me and you be Doctor No? Doctor Evil. Doctor Evil. Sorry, I confused my James Bond um, and my spies. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to shave my head again. You shaved your head before? Yeah, a couple times. Because you grew um, up in Oklahoma and it was hot. No, because I had a teacher who had cancer, uh, and then and then I had a friend who had cancer. Okay. Um, that. So yeah. Way to bring the mood down. Yeah, no, the, the most recent one was a couple years ago. Um, it was after I had already grown the mustache. Um, so I, I do have a picture that will never see the light of day. Where you is, look like Walter White? No, I, I look like Dr. Tobias Funke because I have a bald head, mustache, and cut off jean shorts. Were you blue um, in the face? I was not blue in the face, but were you, uh, uh, I was, an, I was an rocking. Analyst and a, a therapist? uh not that i was i was rocking the the never nude shorts though love it um usually our recent episodes have started with hello this is a podcast but navi's not here today because she, what does she have she has to talk to the children at a board meeting or something i don't know she she's at the evil convention trying to trying to bring home the innator trophy the innator belt yeah i i miss miss navi but uh uh, I love how I started my day watching the Dun Cachino rap uh-huh. that she sent us. That was very funny. I had forgot about that commercial. Oh, someone I work with uh, will just go into the Dun Cachino rap randomly. <laughs> and he's not even from a place that had a Dunkin' Donuts on every block growing up like I did. Uh-huh. Um, Do you think, I think the Dun Cachino rap could, could really become viral on TikTok. I think so. Do you want to make it? I haven't I haven't ever made a TikTok. I've been so bad at TikTok. Like I've gone two weeks without I didn't know what the corn kid was for like a month. Oh, the corn kid is it, it yeah. The corn kid has is he the hit, corn has kid. he oh passed the peak? Now it's like down well, here. Like here's he, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is I'm just the glad corn he's getting his royalties. Kid, yeah. About a month ago, TikTok was full of Gen Z people making fun of millennial culture and how millennials speak and all this. And then right after they're making fun of millennials, they let the Shmo Yoho guys get popular again with a song, the, the Chrissy Wake Up song and make it a remix, the Corn Kid song. Uh, you can't you can't make fun of millennials and then turn around and like be cool like engage in let the culture. let the let the auto-tune the new got news guys go viral again uh, like you're the call's coming from inside the house you said it william you said it um no i've been so bad on tiktok lately i just go home and i fall asleep or i literally scroll my phone listen to something until i play flipper dunk for like hours on end and then go to bed yeah, I'm boring. I need to get back on the TikTok. I want to check in with the, my preschool teacher favorite account. The one oh. who's like, uh, oh, that guy. As a former pre-K teacher, watch what do you do and say around your kids because they come back and they tell us. Mm. Um, I wonder how he's doing. He probably has a ton because when I first watched it, it was like two, three months ago. So mm-hmm. he probably has a ton of new stuff that I can go binge. 
I've uh, heard a little bit about, and maybe maybe we need to do a, a deeper dive into this at some point about Dan Poppenmeyer's new show, Hamster, and, Hamster Gretel. and Gretel. I've heard him talking about that on TikTok because uh, he he hired a lot of uh, people that he met from TikTok to be voice actors on that show. Uh, which is I want to be a voice cool. actor, Daniel. Um, and his he uh, nepotism baby, Melly Poppenmeyer. Uh, is is the voice of the lead character Gretel on the show because a little nepotiz, little nepotiz. <clears throat> she was she was just like doing the the like recording the voice for it whenever um they were like storyboarding and pitching the oh, show and you know all that's that how before the girl they cast from it. Red got cast. She was just doing like the she was the storyboard uh, voiceover oh, cool. person and then she like got the full gig as well. Yeah, that's cool. That, um, uh, yeah, that happened with this show as well. It's just, it's Dan Povenmire's daughter. Speaking of School of Rock, though, did you listen to Brian Faududo's new country song, Not Another? No, I didn't. I did, we'll have to, he wrote have a country to song save this for the uh, 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 plugs. The, what? The, the pop culture plug. I'm just chatting about life. It's not my plug. Yeah, that's cool. I'm, I, listen, we're about to embark on Latine and Hispanic Heritage Month. My plug is not going to uh, be some white boy singing a country song. That's fair. You'll never but, hear that from from this podcast. If if I if you ever re- hear me recommend a country song on this podcast, end it right there. Okay, but Mason Mason Ramsey has some bangers, Loki. Okay. <laughs> Before I knew, also Phineas and Burp has some good country bops. Yeah, but I'm not gonna waste my pop culture plug on that. True, but we're not here to talk about country music. We're here to talk about the Lizard Whisperer. Well, we might in the second Robot episode. Lizard. Oh, Robot sorry. Rodeo is, is a little country music-y. Valid. That's valid. Uh, so The Lizard Whisperer and uh, Robot Rodeo first mm-hmm. aired on Disney Channel US on June 11th, 2010. Disney XD, it aired for the first time on March 6th, 2010. And the international debut was April 24th, 2010. The story was written by May Chan, Jennifer Keene, and Martin Olsen. Olsen. And we also got some storyboarders and directing credits that cool. i d- realize this is not our podcast what we do yeah we've we've never done this before but you know put Production yourself back into a put, put yourself back into a three-month window in in 2010 yeah um, where were you oh, this is broadcast episode 95 so we're almost at the 100th Whoa. episode of wait it might be combined broadcast no so it's broadcast uh, individual story so uh, okay, the okay, next okay. one is 96 you made you made it seem like we were about to hit episode hundred of our podcast. I no, I can sure, tell you how many episodes not. we have if you want. Surely not. We have done over fifty. I think Nathan's was the fiftieth. Yeah. Or his was the fifty-first. Let me look. Well, we're getting there. We're getting there. Fifty-seven episodes total. Cool. Yeah. Ain't no kidding, right? But we're going to talk about the Lizard Whisperer. Yeah. Uh, the basic plot is Phineas and Ferb find a chameleon in the backyard. Meanwhile, Doofenshmirtz takes guitar lessons with Jeremy. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fun episode of chat about. That's it. That's the end of the episode. We're talking about Robot Rodeo now. How dare you? This episode <laughs> is fantastic. <laughs> no, um, I, I, I really like this one. I I um did not remember a single thing about it. Uh, we are, yeah, this we might have been my first interaction firm- with it. We are firmly in the territory where I do not remember the episodes, but uh, this was this was very fun. I agree with you. I haven't. I don't recall seeing this episode in my past. Maybe I did, and I just don't remember it. But it's not top of mind for me. Uh, but let's let's start with the recap. So Phineas and Ferb they built a froyo machine, each getting a bowl, and they notice a small orange chameleon coming to the backyard. Before we get started on the plot, I actually have to ask you about froyo. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite froyo, and what's your favorite froyo topping? Ooh, yeah, yeah. I don't know that I like just about anything. You ask me my favorite flavor of something, and I don't have a good answer for it because my it, it all depends on what I'm in the mood for at the time. Um, I like putting cookie dough on stuff. I like putting the little cheesecake bites on stuff. Are you a boba person? Like the popping um, mango the popping and strawberry boba. bobas? Um, I... Not really on Froyo. Um, but uh, th- that was the first place I, I ever encountered the popping boba. Was, was I love boba. popping boba. 
It's so much fun. It's like party in your mouth. The thing that popping boba, uh, like I think part of the reason why I'm afraid of popping boba is because of the uh, they used to make Listerine things that were like popping boba, but they were like breath mint sort of things, and they were basically like they took the Listerine strips and filled them with mouthwash and used that as like popping boba. That's they were weird. a little bit smaller. That's not what I think you were. I thought you were going to say, but this is the much better alternative to what I thought you were mm-hmm. going to say. Um, that yeah, it's only after hours for one of us. We can't we can't get into that. Too much. Yeah, um, but I I'm a big uh, I love uh, froyo. I love the popping bob. I love the coquito bites, and I love the cheesecake bites. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything was there I like said, a go to cool. froyo spot? Was it like Pinkberry? Was it Orange Leaf? Was it the only one we had in Oklahoma was Orange Leaf. I loved Orange Leaf. I've uh, never been to a TCBY. Has there, did they, did Orange Leaf go out of business? Maybe they cut a lot of stores. I, I, you, you, you rarely see Froyo anymore. Uh, my first hit for Orange Leaf was uh, a cannabis product. So, Hell I yeah. don't know. Sweet. Yep. Let me look. Uh, where's the closest locations? Okay. I miss Orange Leaf. They used to have a ton around me, and then they all went out. It's the closest one to me is in Texas. Wow. Wait, actually, no. Let me put in my zip code. Yeah, no results. Let me see where the closest one is. It might be Texas, legitimately. Yeah, it looks like Texas or Idaho, whichever one's closer. Do you think they have potato froyo in Idaho? Um... No, I think that's just mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Well, I I think it would be cool to have mashed potatoes from like one of the one of those handles you pull down, and it's just mashed potatoes shit themselves oh, out. Oh, we can do like and then sweet mashed potatoes and like yeah. different like levels. you can get a you can get a, a like a swirl of yeah. of two different kinds Mac of potatoes. And cheese. Yeah, you could have a Thanksgiving like platter. Yeah. <laughs> um, I bought some. Man, we are really not talking about Phineas and Ferb today. I bought some potato chips at Target that the flavor of the potato chips is stuffing and herbs. Is and it they, they, it, they're not bad. I'm a, I'm a sucker for weird shit when it comes to I also snacks. learned... Uh, and potato chips, ago, that, potato chips learned, that taste like stuffing are... are I learned six months do ago you're like also a car snacker. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty bad car snacker. Yeah, I've always got car snacks. What are your current? What's in your rotation these days? Right now, today I just bought some off-brand Cheez-Its, and in my center console I have the like, um, it was in the the Hispanic snack food aisle with uh, as you should the uh like they call them like Japanese peanuts I think or the cacahuates. Ooh. Uh, they're like they're like peanuts with this little hard shell coating, and then chili powder on the outside of them. Oh, you're a spicy food. Um, they're not spicy. Oh, yeah, like they're they're like spiced, spiced. They're I I can't handle spicy that well, mm-hmm. but uh, there there there's flavor there. You love Pretty that. Good. I'm also I'm I'm big on the nerds gummy clusters. Those are an often William. often. Uh, that's uh, offensive to me. Question. Wait. You don't like nerds sorry, gummy clusters? I don't like nerds. It's a nerds, nerds gummy myself. clusters. Nerds gummy clusters. Look at a picture of them. They look like the candy from Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. But they're not chocolatey. Do what? They're not chocolatey. Okay. But the candy from Jimmy Neutron were the chocolatey ones. Um, uh, does Survivor start next Wednesday? Yeah, it does. What the fuck? We gotta do our trash draft that I've done no research for. Yeah. Should we do another trash draft or should we leave it at two and just let Navi take both L's? Um, that's fine with me. I'm fine <laughs> with Navi being the perpetual loser. She's Navi, not here. Let to us know. Yeah. If she if she wants to if she wants to not be the loser anymore, she can organize it. Sounds good to me. <laughs> um, so there's a chameleon that walks up. Bro, you're stepping on my lines. I thought Navi wasn't here. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, so the chameleon walks by Steve. Uh, Phineas offers some froyo, but realizes that the chameleon would prefer lar- larvae and fungus flavor froyo. Uh, mm-hmm. So Ferb gets the shrooms from the backyard and feeds him, and the lizard loves it. 
uh, and he leaps onto Ferb's shoulder and nuzzles him. And this was adorable. Isabella yeah. comes over and identifies the lizard as a North American chameleon. And the boys decide to name him Steve because he looks like a Steve. Um, I am aware you, you've you had pets in your past life. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Were you a human naming animal person? Um, both of our dogs were named after uh, dogs from Disney. One was Daisy, right? Uh, Stella is the one who's still around, and uh, Copper is the, Copper. One, the other one. Yeah. Uh, no, but Stella. speaking of, it, it's the dog from uh, oh. uh, Princess it's and the Frog. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say that's not the fr- dog from Peter Pan. That's Nano. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of uh, looking like a Steve. So you ever go to those those restaurants where they like ask for a name for the order and they'll like and you put lie. in your name and your name will be on the thing. I lie a lot and and give a fake name and one of my go tos is Steve. I don't know uh, if I look like a Steve. At bars when people would make small talk for me, I would always say my name is Tim. And if I was talking to someone older, I would say Timmy to seem a little more youthful and hopefully they would buy me a drink. I don't so think I was, you look like a Timmy. No, I, that's why I would say it because I anyone who thinks i'm actually a timmy mm-hmm. stupid but i'll take the free drinks folks at home tell us what what we look like our name should do you be. think people know what we look like i'm sure giovanni um, does i mean we're around we're around yeah uh what do what do you look like uh and what do i look like that's navi's assignment for when she comes back she has to figure yeah. out what we look like we like to give navi a homework assignment for every episode mm-hmm. that she misses um navi looks like a matilda no I no, disagree with that statement. No. That was the first thing I came up with. I think Navi uh, looks like a Navi. Yeah, you're right. But also, we haven't seen Navi on camera in like months because she that always is true. Reports. Do you think she? Do you think she's like face morphed and she looks like a completely different human? She like hmm. teleported and or like did some. She had an innator that turned her into someone else, and that's why she doesn't. She want to she got hit by a gigantinator ray that made her forty foot tall. Yeah, I don't know. Navi, let us know how tall you are these days. Um, anyways, uh, if this is your first episode of What You're Doing, Navi's our third co-host. Mm-hmm. That's why we're talking about her a lot. If Also, if this is your first ec- episode of What You're Doing, we usually talk about Phineas and Ferb. Do we, though? I feel like we <laughs> used to, and now we just go on tangents for like 30 minutes and then like call it a day. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Sometimes but... you, the, the, the... I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> Speaking of things that William forgets, uh, the three of them forget to uh, bring Steve inside. They go inside to get some more mushrooms, uh, and Steve is left in the backyard. Meanwhile, Candace goes to talk to Jeremy on the phone about him teaching guitar lessons. When she hangs up the phone, she notices that the boys have a machine, the Froyo machine, and she rushes off to get Linda. Meanwhile, Jeremy arrives at Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated. I don't know if you can tell. My voice is not completely there. I... uh, was screaming at the top of my lungs Friday night when I went to I party with DJ Matt Bennett. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask if if, if that's what that was. That's, that was I party cool. with DJ Matt Bennett. Incredibly overpriced. The drinks mm. too. They made strong drinks at least at that bar, but that's more of a venue than a thing. I would go again in a heartbeat though. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I I think they were coming near me, and I and I saw the ticket price, and I was like. So my friends bought it for 25 but uh, they bought it a couple days before I did. I bought a day of and got it for $30, and that was way wow. too expensive. Plus the Uber that you, I had to take. Wait, you got, a, you got a ticket for $30? Yeah. The tickets I saw were like 200 oh. Yeah, that was not what it Well, did you look at the VIP <laughs> yeah, section? Yeah, I would have I I paid. I, I just went to like what it said. No. I, I mean, it also well, so could have been. My friend, it was her birthday weekend. So she yeah. they, when she got there, her and her two roommates got VIP bracelets. But mm-hmm. then me and my girl Stacy and our friends Sam and Alicia, we all stayed on the main mm-hmm. floor. Ashley went up to with her roommates. Uh, but then she come, came down and hung out with us. Also, they were charging $5 for a bottle of water. So I did a shot of Jack Daniels right when I got there. It went up my nose, and I was like, can I get a, some water? And they were like, $5. I'm like, $5? And then I saw the bottles they were giving. So tiny. Um, and so I just, like, chewed on ice. Because mm. like, it was painful. when the It went right back up my nose. Because mm-hmm. um, a pregame. There you go. So I don't know what I was doing. Uh, apparently, Lucas Grabeel was there. I don't remember much of that. 
Yes, I, yes, he, he, I, I saw this on uh, on TikTok recently, and I, I was going to ask he who, was the, there. Okay. who the special guest was. Because yeah. I vaguely remember him being like, Lucas Grayville is here. But there were some songs that I was watching some of the videos that took later. I was like, don't remember that. I don't mm-hmm. have, luckily, the hangover was not that bad. It was only for like an hour because um, mm-hmm. I worked early the next morning. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot of fun. Highly recommend. Just expect to spend money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that's something you could throw together in your backyard. He literally plays the clips on YouTube. It's not even anything that special. That's but, funny. Uh, I think he like, did he have a puppet? Who knows? I was drunk. He might have had the puppet. And he had an opener too. So like, that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went on a tangent, but they did play the Phineas and Ferb song. And that's why uh, I, uh, so when I was doing the recap, my voice was still, because I screamed and I can still feel it in my throat that like part mm-hmm. of the sore. I didn't lose my voice, but I used my voice mm-hmm. a lot at work. So. Oh, you said we'll lose it. Tangent. Whoa. Uh, meanwhile, Jeremy gets the Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated to teach him how to play the guitar. Uh, we get, would you classify this as a tragic anime backstory? Because I wouldn't, but it's a backstory of sorts. Yeah. When he goes to Egypt. Yeah, it's definitely not like a like a childhood backstory, but it is a it is a funny backstory that that he, he learned hairy ass legs. Yeah. Uh, but that. he he was traveling to Egypt and 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 learned about this song that might help him summon aliens. Are we still allowed so to talk wants... about this conspiracy theory? Because I know with these modern times, conspiracy theories can be very dangerous. And this one, I don't know if there's like bordering. Because I've heard um, this conspiracy theory before that the aliens built the pyramids. Yeah. Didn't Lamar talk about this on Big Brother? If you're asking me if anyone talked about anything on Big Brother, I have zero idea. Here, you know who I'm gonna ask. Oh, I got a text from your brother. There you go. Uh, but he, um, but Jeremy's giving lessons to Doofenshmirtz, uh, which is funny. I, I, I thought his interaction with Vanessa was funny, where she asks uh, if he was into this band, and he's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm not really into the hard stuff." I love weird character interactions. It's one of my favorite things to talk mm-hmm. about. Um, with your brother, I've even talked about like some weird high school musical pairings that we've gotten to see a couple times. But I mm-hmm. love when random characters you don't expect to interact interact, like Jeremy and Dupinschmerz, mm-hmm. or say Candace and Dupinschmerz, or like Perry and Buford. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so Van- yeah, Vanessa flirts, and Jeremy says he's not a big uh, heavy metal guy, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. Jeremy goes. She she leaves. Dupinschmerz asks Jeremy to turn on the lights. Uh, he accidentally fires off the gigantic nader. Um, this ends up hitting Steve, which turns him into a 40-foot dinosaur. And Steve tramples out of the backyard, crushing the f- frozen yogurt machine on his way out. Uh, mm-hmm. Dude is like, wait, why would you turn that on? And he's like, this is my light switch. And he pulls this giant crank. Yeah, the 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 light switch looks like a huge lever, but the thing uh, that actually lever. looks like a light switch is the, the, the Gigantinator. I thought that was a funny bit. I... They never crossed over with Emperor's New School, right? That would um, be fun. No, but I I did find out that that uh, Danny Jacob, who is is the one of the common um, singers and composers. singers songwriters on the show, uh, did uh, do the theme song for Emperor's New School. No wonder Navi loves it so much. Yeah. K U Z C O Cusco Cusco Go Go. Anyways, Candace shows Linda the empty backyard. Classic Candace Gaslight watch. There's nothing there. Linda mm-hmm. decides to take Candace with her to do some regular errands and chores to get her minds off the boys. Phineas, Ferb, and Isabella come out soon. Uh, they are worried where Steve went. Isabella points out that they are standing in a giant chameleon footprint. The boys assume that a giant chameleon took Steve. They decide to follow the prince. Also, we should we neglected to mention Steve can turn invisible. He can camouflage. Yeah, his his camouflage really works kind of like uh, Violet Parr from The uh, Incredibles. Phantom, but yes. Uh, where he just turns invisible. Yeah. Uh, and, and he especially does this all the time whenever, like, Candace is screaming. Uh, exactly. So they come to an alleyway. The prince uh, stops suddenly. They notice a giant shadow, and they see that it was caused by Steve, who blended in with the environment. Phineas and Isabella flee in terror at the sight of the dinosaur, but Ferb recognizes Steve, and the kids attempt to bring Steve home with them. Candace and Linda run an errand that's close to where the children are. 
Candace sees the large chameleon. She screams. Steve turns invisible because he was freaked out by the sound. Candace drags her mom, who simply thinks that the kids have an imaginary dinosaur, dinosaur friend named Steve, and she beckons Candace to return to the car. The sound of the alarm goes off. Steve is scared, and he walks off in invisible terror. Now let's go back to the Doofenshmirtz plot. Doof has mastered his guitar solo. He gets Jeremy to help him move an omnidirectional amp onto the porch so he can summon the aliens to do his bidding. He, Perry, meanwhile, hangs from the side of a building on a toilet. Perry's just hanging out. With uh, that massive arm strength. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because he doesn't want Jeremy to recognize him because Jeremy's even like, yeah, my friends have a pet platypus, mm-hmm. but he doesn't really do much. Mm-hmm. Um, citizens end up panicking. They take the pictures of the roaming quote-unquote dinosaur. The dinosaur, Steve, is making his way through downtown Danville. Isabella suggests giving up the search. Phineas and Ferb uh, are well, like, Just what? Ferb. Ferb Sorry, gives yes. this like, real impassioned speech. And this yeah. truck pulls up behind him that has the British flag on it. Uh, and he's like, oh, we're, we're not going to give up finding our friend. He makes and, an impassioned speech. And then every, everyone finds out that, oh, the friend that he's talking about is a 40-foot-tall lizard. And they're like, oh, I, I don't want to help with that. I thought you were talking about a guy. Hey, don't knock Steve like this. Steve is iconic. A few people end up cheering, but they're quickly, yeah, they're put off the idea of, of when Phineas tells them they're looking for a 40-foot lizard. Uh, they encounter many people named Steve and find out about the Steve convention, mm-hmm. which ha- they say, hey, Steve, and everyone's like, what? The lizard ends up turning up at the convention, but hungry, hungrily goes after the omnidirectional amp because it looks like the mushrooms that he mm-hmm. loves. Um, Doofenshmirtz, his guitar lesson is up. Jeremy heads off to the next lesson, which is with Major Monogram. The amp actually managed to attract a small fleet of alien ships. It worked. Steve, the amp before Doof has a chance to chance to issue an order to his minions in the UFOs. Perry plays the guitar solo in reverse. The aliens get the heck out of there because uh-huh. they're like, "Ew, what is this?" And they yeet the way they came. That's not a phrase. They uh-huh. head back home. <laughs> uh-huh. Doofenshmirtz smashes his brand new guitar in anger, cursing Perry the platypus for foiling his plans yet again. As Perry jumps on and rides Steve's tail just as Phineas and Ferb and Isabella are running down his back. Ferb gives Steve the handful of mushrooms, and they find Perry. Steve is still hungry. The kids leave to get him some more food. Doofenshmirtz actually hits the light switch that he yelled at Jeremy about hitting, and it causes Steve to shrink back down to his normal size, which depresses Candace because she's being gaslit by Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb return with the food. Phineas asks his mom if they can keep Steve as a pet, and she agrees, saying he'll blend right in. On cue, Steve turns invisible. Jeremy and Major Monogram are brief- briefly shown starting their guitar lesson. An explanation of why he should be addressed as Major rather than Mr. has Monogram telling Jeremy how he is in charge of an elite group of secret agent undercover animals, and he exposes Alka after Jeremy tells him that he charges by the hour, so knock mm-hmm. yourself out. Do you take cash or check? Uh, it doesn't matter. Jeremy's like, I'll take cash. Because he, I did like that line where Jupiter was just like, maybe I yeah. can show you evil lessons. He give you evil lessons for your guitar lessons. Yeah. Yeah, this was a good one. I enjoyed this one. Any, any, uh, final thoughts? I did like Lots how, how, like, uh, uh, Linda was like, oh, is your, is your pet invisible? And Phineas is like, yeah, he's invisible. And she thinks it's like imaginary, but it's just invisible. I, 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 I like this. Lots of mushrooms in this episode. Yeah. Uh, there were no Steve. official songs. There was like the the guitar stuff, but but no actual like song songs. Yeah, I was uh, luckily a luckily by the that. second the second episode has two songs in it. So and the Irving episode didn't have a song either, right? Are they doing like one song per thirty minutes know. now? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, the next one had like both the songs were in the second half of the episode. I guess, yeah, you do make a point there. But speaking of the second episode, let's wait until we go to our segments to do a musical break. So take sure. us, or you can, the you, next can episode. you can give the the robot rodeo song now, and then Izzy's got the frizzies after. No, they're both going in after this. Section. Okay. Uh, so 
next episode is Robot Rodeo. Um, Phineas and Ferb, we're going to try and help Isabella earn her, her rodeo clown patch. So they, they build a bunch of like mechanical bulls and things uh, and have a, a rodeo with the robots. Um, meanwhile, Candace wants to go see the band Tiny Cowboy with, with Stacy. Um, but Stacy said that her mom, Dr. Hirano, thinks that Candace is like too flighty and unfocused to, to be her friend and, and doesn't want to let doesn't want to let Stacy go to the concert because with it's Candace. an adult concert. It's an adult concert. It's Tiny Cowboy. What was um, your first concert? My first concert was Aaron Carter featuring yeah. the, uh, the ABBA cover band, The A-Teens. It was a great concert. I was, like, I was like six. They sang Upside Down, right? Maybe. Here, uh, what am I thinking of? Upside down. The 18. The 18, sorry. The 18s. 18s, yeah. yeah, they sing upside down. There you go. Upside down. Is that the sequel to Inside Out? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's the, 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 the sequel to Inside Out is gonna be starring the 18s. No. <laughs> then title's gonna be called Upside Down, right? Maybe. Yeah, they announced in the Inside Out too. I don't know. Maybe it should be Outside In. Is that is that where Riley and did you see that Bill Hader and uh, Mindy Kaling aren't going to be on it? Which no, I didn't. Too sad. Maybe she's uh, because, done being afraid and disgusted. Well, it's because they were going to get like five percent of what Amy Poehler was going to make. Yeah. Shouts to them. Stand, stand up for what they're worth. Valid, but also they already have enough money, so they yeah, could give a little you know. to us, but whatever. Yeah, they could they could give a little to Disney. No, they don't need to give it to. Disney. I know, I, 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 I know that that was that was. They could me. give it to the What You Do with yeah. podcast if they want to personally yeah, finance please. us. We would happily like talk about you instead. We can't we can't pay them nearly as much as, as Disney. No, we would just do it for free. If they would pay us, actually, like they would, it would cause them, but we would do it for them. Yeah. Um, not selling out. <laughs> Doofenshmirtz is going to another convention of Love Muffin, the League of Villainous Evildoers, maniacally united for frightening investments and naughtiness. Um, and he he is uh, Perry is going to stop it. Um, because all of the other agents have already been deployed and they haven't heard anything back, so they're probably captured. Probably. Um, they're, they're, it's, it's a convention that is taking place at a hotel called the Quantity Inn, which I laughed a lot about. Um, the, the play on the Quality Inn. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> um, and uh, so they're, they're having a, an innator contest who can, who can build the best innator uh, and Rodney won last year. Rodney, uh, Aloysius. Yeah, not not really like, um, kind of Doofenshmirtz's nemesis, but I mean Perry is his nemesis. He's just the other really evil guy who uh, uh, is is uh, really good at being evil. I guess he's the bald guy with the with the big shoulder pads. Uh, but he's he's walking around with this like wrestling belt that says N8R on it because he won the Innator contest from last year. Um, uh, Doofenshmirtz is talking about how he's he's going to win the the contest this year, but he doesn't have a plan yet, and so he needs to like stall for time in order to make his to make his uh, his Innator. Uh, speaking of stalling for time, William. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, if you could turn any object into an innator, like the fan, like how he just mm. made a fan in an innator, yeah. what would you do to win a science fair competition? Um, laser pointer. I don't know. I got a cool laser pointer. Um, You're not going to show it off? Uh, it's, it's all the way over there. It, it's just a blue laser pointer. That's all it is. It's blue because I got some glasses that had blue blockers in them. 
So they sent me a blue laser to prove that these glasses. Oh, you're probably blue back light. in school by now. I'm I'm back in school by now. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is week five of class. It's so weird. Some places do like <laughs> end of September. Some places like in in Boston in the Boston area mm-hmm. where I grew up. Uh, it was like first week of September, but then in the South they would like first week mm-hmm. of August, but then other mm-hmm. areas are like last week of September. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been in school for a month. Do you like school? Is this your, this your second to last year? Yeah. If everything goes according to mm-hmm. plan? Mm-hmm. And then you'll go get another degree after? Uh, I don't think I can get another degree after. You can start a whole new sequence of degrees. You could go get no, a degree. No, in no, thanks. Microbiology. Micronesia. <laughs> Geography uh, is a great degree. I don't I don't know geography that well. I've been playing a lot of Sporkle, like name the countries. Because mm-hmm. I used to be able to name every single one in like seventh grade. Um did you do the, and... the Animaniacs song? No. United States, Canada, Canada, Mexico, Canada. Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. Oh, uh, someone at work does have a too. practical song. Or like a, a Warner Brothers studio tour version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wrote his nice. own version of like Basically a wand off, and I was like, "Nice." Or a parody song, I guess. Speaking or, of- or what? What? What it reminds me of is uh, the episode of Hannah Montana, where they're You're doing, doing the, bone, the dance. bone dance and dancing. You know? See, when I was getting tour trained, I pitched it to the people in my tour class, and they were like, "What?" I was like, "Oh, is that crippling? Nobody's perfect. But uh, I did so, do the episode so- I've heard on on Friday night. Um, Stacy and Candace are working on their plan to convince Dr. Hirano that, that Casey's serious or that, that Candace is serious. Um, so they uh, uh, have like a pair of fake glasses. They say nothing, nothing's good for focusing like, like fake glasses. Um, and then like can't, uh, throughout this whole thing, Candace is like proving that she can't be focused on this because she keeps hearing what Phineas and Ferb have going on and want to want to go bust them. Sounds like shaming people for having ADHD, if you ask me. But yeah, but I I, I mean uh, later later uh, Dr. Hirano turns around on this. Yeah. Um. It- so the the robot rodeo is going on. Uh, <laughs> there's a a funny scene where where Candace is like, oh, I just have to have like. Uh, uh, I have to resist my my urges like my mom does all the time. And there's a whoa, uh, and then there's a cut to a scene of Linda looking at a cake, where she's like, "Cake is a sometimes food. Cake is a sometimes food. It can be a, a breakfast, a lunch, a dessert, a midnight snack." So. Um. So Perry Perry goes to to stop what's going on at the Quantity Inn. Uh, he gets what kind of he gets trapped. Like most? He gets trapped by Doofenshmirtz. No, I'm asking what kind of cake do you want? Tres leches. I, my favorite is the strawberry shortcake, probably. There you go. Uh, Stop with that smirk. I'm just I'm just trying to get through this podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to get you to your your next recording. That's in like an hour and seven, uh, not an hour and 75 minutes, an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was in just 45 minutes. No, but I have to take notes, so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I also got stuff to do. Um, Doofenshmirtz throws him into the into the cell where all the other agents are. Uh, Rodney comes in and, and is still bragging to Doofenshmirtz that his his innator is going to be better than, than Doofenshmirtz. Um, Doofenshmirtz thinks he needs to stall for time, so he like sets up a fog machine, and the fog machine ends up going like all over the city. Uh, it, it it covers the 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 innator room where all of the other evil geniuses innators are. Um, it cover it it even goes out and covers the robot rodeo and and causes the robot rodeo to go to go awry. Um. Every everything is everything's obscured by the by the, the the fog here. It is the fog. The fog in the town. It's, it was very San Francisco like. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get another scene at at uh, 
Stacy's house, uh, where where Linda is kind of already talking talking to Doctor Hirano, um, and talking about oh, you know, it might be cool if if the the girls go to this concert together. And then the, it, it's a lot of like Candace uh, trying to resist the urge to bust her brothers in front of Doctor Hirano, but she can't help it. Uh, and and by the end of all this, Doctor Hirano thinks that it's it's like a like a very focused thing that she's only focused on on. Would you say the girl Candace can't help it? The girl can't help it. That's a Mitchell Musa song, if you're unaware. Mm-hmm. I think it's much more than just a Mitchell Musa song. What is it? An old like Little Richard song, maybe. It's a movie from 1956. Mm-hmm. It's also, yeah, a Little Richard song, but like in the context of Phineas and Ferb, mm-hmm. it's also a yeah. Mitchell Musa song. Shout out to Jeremy. The girl, he had some bangers. Um, I won't lie. So Not Jeremy. Jeremy never sings, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Rodney Rodney brings out a huge fan, which he calls the fog clearerinator. Uh, and it puts him in the lead of the inator contest. Uh, because he is he has cleared all the fog away. Um, but uh uh Doofenshmirtz, uh is still still working on his thing. Uh that he ends up what oh he, he ends up calling it the the eradicate Rodney's inator inator. Yeah. Um, and it's just like a big fist that he uses to punch Rodney's thing and, and smash Rodney's thing. Did you talk about how Perry climbed out? Yeah, it's well, did like, you talk uh, about who we see? We saw Peter the Panda. And then he jumped on the frog. He leapfrogged. Just for that. He, he, it's like the other the other secret agents like make a ladder out of themselves that Perry climbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Peter the Panda still has no mouth for Naomi, if she was wondering. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Perry Perry ends up stopping Doofenshmirtz, but not not before he wins the the Inator contest by having the only Inator standing. Um, but I guess in in the fracas, the the uh, Inator belt was destroyed as well. Um, so they found this balloon. Uh, because there was there was a kid in the audience who had a balloon, um, and they they or was it was no, it no, just no. a kid so that had the balloon? Or a did... kid in the audience had a balloon. And yeah, the kid made him. They were like, "Let go of the balloon." He's like, "I paid fifty cents for this," and they all turn and revolt mm. against him. He lets go of the balloon because yeah. peer pressure is rude. But that kid paid his good, well earned money for that balloon, and I'm mm-hmm. mad at them all. Pay him back. Ferb owe him a fucking balloon. Yeah. Sorry, I got on my soapbox. I felt bad for balloon a balloony too. Um the other the other thing going on throughout this is Isabella talking about how the the fog is uh making the humidity go up and the humidity is making her, her hair all frizzy. Um so that's after like, like that's the thing about modern survivor that we don't really get anymore because they're all in Fiji, right? But remember mm-hmm. when like people's hair would get like frizzy, like I feel like sugar. Mm-hmm. That was like notable and like uh heroes versus villains. Like it was weird. Like mm-hmm. I feel like we don't see that anymore in Survivor. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh but the, the balloon ends up at the hotel and it becomes Dr. Doofenshmirtz's prize. He calls it Balloony 2. Uh the the robot bulls come and destroy the whole the whole hotel. Uh and then Isabella goes home to wash her hair and, and we get the song Izzy's got the frizzies. Uh which Izzy is also which is also the the um credit song so yeah this do you have right. anything final to add to this episode i think that's it all right so will and i are going to take a musical break yeah and we'll be back in a second so musical break all right cowboys and cowgirls it's time to get a long little dogie or even a short little dogie i'm here all week try the beer you're not a cow i'm just a boy with a mechanical body toy i'm just a boy or just a girl and you rock my mechanical bovine world. Yippee-ki-yay, yippee-ki-yo. Give me a lasso and I'll give it a throw. Yippee-ki-yay, yippee-ki-yo. At my robot rodeo. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
There you are, Perry. Well, this was fun, but I'm gonna go wash my hair now. And we are back, everyone. Uh, before we get started on our segments for these episodes, I want to tell you all that I did my homework that I announced that I was going to do on the beak. I watched mm-hmm. The Wizard of Oz. Uh, the, I rewatched The Wizard of Oz. Sorry, I didn't watch Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. I rewatched The Beak. And I rewatched uh, the one from last week, uh, Phineas and Ferb Busters. Uh, uh-huh. I didn't rewatch the Irving one because I remembered that one pretty well. So, Wizard of Odd, uh, can I see the spreadsheet? Yeah, Please. give me just a second. I am updating. Also, do you have that email pulled up or no? Uh, I, yeah, I do have the email pulled up. Okay, because yes. I don't want to get another email being like a login from Los Angeles. Uh, let's see. Okay, In so the you're... Meantime, do we want to talk about the Emmys while you pull that up? Uh, yeah, well, I was, I was going to do that in, in, in the plugs. Oh. Um, I got it pulled up. Well, I was going to talk about Kyle Mitchell being there, so I, I didn't. I didn't watch. I didn't watch either. But I then watched the clip, and it was like, "Oh, what are you drinking?" And then it cuts to Kyle Keenan Aston, and he doesn't say, says, "I want soda. a good burger." No, he says, "I would like a. I would actually like a good burger." Like, do the orange soda. The question was, "What are you drinking?" Oh my god, mm-hmm. so frustrating. I do. I do. I do. So you were gonna we do that podcast next. Wizard of Odd and the Beak are what you're adjusting. Yes. So, uh, I think I'm. Wait, can you pull up? I think I'm gonna put Wizard of Odd at Queen of Mars. Okay. Nah, no, I leave it where it is. Never mind. I agree with my earlier statements. Okay. Um, and then Phineas and Ferb Busters. Where did I put that last time? Phineas and Ferb Busters. You put in okay. Um. You can... No, they're good. Okay, everything's good. I agree with all my statements. Okay. But so, they were fun to watch. Yeah. They're all fun to revisit. Um, the Beak. The Beak. Feedback. We have one question from Giovanni at our email, whatchadoinpod at gmail.com, in which he asks, do bears sleep when they hibernate? Uh, and I think that is one of, a very uh, common misconception from... from elementary science class of of which there are many uh but one of them they don't actually sleep they're just like in a really um low state of um of sleep yeah or um, of, of, so. of activity i'm no biologist yeah don't, don't but i i i don't think bears sleep when they hibernate that's my take yeah uh i think what do you think they do then? Do you think they nap? They just like, they just like eat less or something. I feel like they take longer naps, like we all do in the winter when it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. You just go inside and watch movies, drink some hot chocolate, and then you mm-hmm. take naps. But the bears mm-hmm. do that version of that, unless you're talking about a gay bear. A mm-hmm. hibernation. Williams googling a state of minimal activity and mel- metabolic depression. But they're not just <laughs> like sleeping all the time. They're just they just like lower all of their um natural body processes and use less energy. Yeah, that that I don't know. You gotta ask a scientist. Will's a mathematician. I am a communicator, as is Navi. Uh maybe this is a question for Dr. Liana or Dr. Amanda. Mm-hmm. Or Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Yeah. 
we got two episodes to put into tier or before before we put these into tiers um let's see better or worse than reading i guess the the episode with the chameleon they didn't really do anything maybe uh, maybe you know what the froyo machine here's oh, here's what here's what we should do reading. we should predict what navi thinks navi's gonna uh, say it's and, not as good as froyo uh, right. Unless the Froyo is expensive. Navi's, and gonna, Navi's gonna say it's better than hanging out with a chameleon because she mm-hmm. could read about chameleons instead. Maybe. Right. Navi, Navi's gonna say that Froyo is better than reading. Because if there's anything Navi likes more than reading, it's uh, ice cream, right? Or food or like snacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, same. Um, and she's gonna say that reading is better than the robot rodeo. Absolutely. She's gonna be like, what in the nonsense is this? Mm hmm. Um, um, we've got did Doofenshmirtz impress his professor? I think he almost could have with the alien bit. I think so too. And then also he got the first place prize, so I think he impressed yeah. a professor. It just may yeah. not have been Professor Havardi. I agree. Good, good yeah, couple episodes for Havarlik. Oh, good couple thing. episodes for Doof. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna win my MVP point for this first episode, though. At least mm-hmm. maybe the second one, but definitely not the first. And song wise, we got a. I think the the second episode had a couple bangers. I think they're robot rodeo bangers. Song. They're not like and... banger bangers that you'll remember for the rest of your life. But they're like, if you're if you're doing like an end of season two, I think it could be like the low like early twenties, maybe mid twenties in the rankings for me. Maybe it could be a little like it could squeak into the teens, high teens. Mm-hmm. The robot rodeo song felt very similar to um some like weird al original songs yeah. for me shout out to weird the al yankovic story with quinta brunson and daniel radcliffe yeah and other people that i don't remember off the top of my head oh uh you mentioned in the pre-show mm-hmm. or it might have been on the first few minutes of the episode country music and if you ever got taught mm-hmm. talking about country music but you are a fan of yodel 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 baby right yeah would song. you classify that as country how Maybe. do you words classify it yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would probably consider it a country song. Was it my pop culture plug? No, I was in the episode. Oh, you said if you ever pop culture. Okay, I thought you uh-huh. said you said if you ever cut catch you talking about country music. No, and the podcast right then and there. If 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 I use if I waste my pop culture plug on a white man's country album. That's okay, what but what about Carrie Underwood's "Before He Cheats"? Is that a white man's country album that I've wasted my pop culture? No, plug but you on? said country in the pre-show. Okay. You didn't say white man specifically. Okay. Well, I'm saying it now, and all the words okay. matter. We've got five tiers from top to bottom. Queen of Mars, yummy, yummy, yummy. Okay. Satellite fell to Earth and busted. We've got to put these episodes into those five tiers. Where have you got the first one? The first one, the lizard whisper, is going to be yummy, yummy, yummy. I, agree. I had so much fun watching this episode. I don't think it's tippity top tier, mm-hmm. but it's up there, and like, I think. If I rewatched it and had as much fun as I had, I might be convinced, but I had a great time. This is one of my favorite episodes in a minute. Like, mm-hmm. I think actually it's better than the ones that we talked about earlier with that I was rewatching. Of all the ones, I think this is my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did I put the not Phineas and Ferb? Not Phineas and Ferb, you said was yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah. Okay. I think it's in the same tier. Uh, but I, I honestly think this is like one of the most fun I've had watching Phineas and Ferb in a, quite some time. And I know we've had cool. some fun episodes, but it's, I think it's a big thing about headspace. Mm-hmm. Like I was in a good headspace watching this one, and then I took mm-hmm. a break before I watched the other half. So mm-hmm. I wasn't in as good of a headspace, but also wasn't as strong of an episode. So mm-hmm. William, where would you have it? Shout out What's to the headspace episode? app. Um, I I put lizard whisper and yummy yummy yummy. I also had fun with this episode. I like seeing Doofenshmirtz and Jeremy interact with each other. Uh, I thought it was fun. Uh, robot rodeo oh i was gonna ask you first (laughs) robot rodeo i put in okay i i put one one two down i I think the songs really help it i think seeing dr hirano really helped we didn't mention earlier dr hirano uh voiced by uh the same woman who does the voice of mulan like ming na wei without by saying she's the voice of mulan no she's ming na wei who also voices Mulan. there you go um, Ming-Na Wen is one uh, movie away from a Swampy, which is a Star Wars animated Disney movie, Marvel, and Pixar. And then the Y is at the end just for Swamp or Swampy. Uh, I don't think mm-hmm. that's an official award. I just call it the Swampy. Uh, 
and she just needs the Pixar movie and she'll have a swampy and I think Samuel L. Jackson needs an animated Disney movie and he'll become a swampy there you go has anyone actually done it what has anyone actually done all four not to my knowledge no um yeah I'm trying to think of like the Pixar people because mm-hmm. like I feel like Pixar is the one that I'm, a lot of people might be missing mm-hmm. I mean, it's either one of the animator like because there's Natalie Portman yeah. um, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll, we'll think about it we'll, we'll come yeah. back we'll do our homework we'll come back next week where do you have Robot Rodeo I like you have it in okay it was like on the verge of uh, okay and uh, Satellite Fell to Earth but I do think the Candace storyline uh, squeaked it out the Candace mm-hmm. one was boring and uh, the reappearance of the Alka animals helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So, Queso, we have our our points to give away who won the episode in season two. Why does, wait, why does Doofenshmirtz have 10? Oh, Doofenshmirtz has 16. Listen, like Leah Michelle, I don't know how to read all the time. So, right now, Doofenshmirtz is in the lead with 16 points. Candace has 14. Ferb has 10. Um. Who do you, who are you giving your point to? Who won the the Lizard Whisperer? Um, do you want to take a guess? My guess is Steve, and you because be he's right. the, the closest Steve, thing but... to nosy. Yeah, my guess is Steve the Chameleon. Yeah, Steve gets my point. Um, like nosy, unless they're in the same episode, Steve will always get my point whenever I mm-hmm. see him, unless someone is outrageously ahead. Are we ever going to see him again? Possibly. Um, he, has the, uh... he has a tag. He has a tag. You're in so the right I... one. Yeah. Top of the yeah, I I I know how to navigate a computer. Nationality? Uh, no, mm-hmm. this is this is it. Nationality because she refers to him as like the American chameleon. Mm. Is this really his only appearance? I guess so. Tragedy. Look at references. Maybe he's referenced in other episodes. Um. Nope. Just this. Oh wow. Okay. Knowing we'll that, see. give him points while he can. My points going to Steve as well. Uh, I almost gave it to Doofenshmirtz because uh, I liked his guitar thing, um, and I almost I almost gave it to Doofenshmirtz in the second episode, but he got his prize in Balloony Two. I am going to give my point in the second episode to Doctor Hirano, Stacy's mom. Why do you give it to her? Stacy's mom. She has got it going on, and she has also got my point in this episode will's got some mommy thing going on because biffany got the point linda got the point recently the farmer's wife and now dr hirano it's mommy madness for will over here on the podcast Mommy madness um people i was considering for this episode balloony two uh-huh the frog and peter the panda I don't think I'm going to give it to Peter the Panda because I don't think he has any points yet, does he? He does not. He's not shown up yet. I got. And this add. is my uh, ghost point for the time machine episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he he deserves a point. Okay. So with that said, all all new people on the board today. No, uh, no people. No sh- uh, all new folks on the board individuals right yeah um no no shakeups near the top because we didn't give points to anyone who well, was who already knows? on the board navi might come in here and like dunk on doofenshmirtz here and give Maybe. him two points we'll see uh at this moment we do not have navi's points given out yeah yeah you know, but she can, she'll come she back when she comes next, back next time uh navi's pop culture plug for the week is the dunkachino rap mm-hmm. um uh, first Pacino. next yeah. time we have the episode is The Secret of Success and The Doof Side of the Moon. I don't know if it's the Emmys on the brain, but I thought you were about to say The Secret of Succession. I don't Do we want to do some Emmys recap quickly before we Well, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say it now. My uh, pop culture plug was just going to be the existence of one Cheryl Lee Ralph, now Emmy Award winning Cheryl Lee Ralph. Uh, she is very good as Barbara. She is she's incredible as as Barbara in in Abbott Elementary, uh, the one uh, she, she honestly could have won the the Emmy just off the one line read alone, "Sweet Baby Jesus" and the grown one too. 
Uh, when, when someone posted that clip on Instagram, one of my coworkers, Trevor, he posted that clip mm-hmm. as soon on his Instagram stories. That's how I watched most of the Emmys through Trevor's Instagram mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Um, Trevor's great. So yeah, you can you can follow me anywhere at Davis Cumberland. No, 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 we're gonna do Navi's plugs first. Okay. Navi, you can keep up with Navi at Cause I'm Navi on all social media. Actually, no, on Twitter. On Twitter, Cause I'm Navi. Uh, you can no longer follow Navi K Ball on Twitter because uh, that is only for the people who were in when we were in. Navi's pop culture plug, according to our most recent messages, are uh, the Dunkachino rap from Al Pacino. Now, before we get into our pop culture plug from William and where you can keep up with him, I want to ask William about his recent McDonald's experience from both me and Navi. Uh, so I went to McDonald's two days ago. We're recording this on Wednesday, September 13th. We're recording this on Tuesday, September 13th. Oh, God. Man, where does the time go? We're recording this on Tuesday, September 13th. So I went yesterday to McDonald's. And they they were flying their McDonald's flag and their American flag halfway up the flagpole. And I didn't know if it was in uh, in in memoriam of queen elizabeth ii or if it was to to mourn the lives lost 21 years ago to george bush and his his attack or if we were attack bush at 911 um i was very confused man you wanted me to tell my joke and then you interrupt my joke sorry it's been a long day or if we were mourning the crispy chicken snap (laughs) crap There you go. And Navi and I responded, tweet this, and Will did not. I thought it was too late. Twitter's all it's about timing. It's never too late. Twitter, Twitter's all about timing. No, Twitter's all about the queen, still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of some of those tweets that I saw, did you see the Rock's fake tweet? No. The one that was like, Black Adam is a movie about two things. Like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Royal I, I did see this. <laughs> uh, also, the Canada's Drag Race one. The deleted my one. my uh my other uh pop culture plug for the week is this uh tiktok account called skatoon network um he did a funny video where he was like uh i you know terrible news queen elizabeth ii has passed away and then he got a trumpet out and he played the song that goes like what is Scott to Network? He just posts about ska music. Oh, it's not like Cartoon Network songs in the. Well, like his, his, um, like he's a very nerdy cartoon fan guy, and he and he plays a lot of different brass instruments, and so that that video led to some some funny duets of that video and then he made a follow-up where he was playing the looney tunes song on a trombone oh love it um you can so, follow me anywhere at davis come well everyone in the um, brother you can follow you want to do mine too yeah do it i love it go for it no i'm kidding no go ahead sorry uh A-D-T-B. you can follow uh everyone in their brother podcast at eatb podcast or go to eatbpodcast.com um, we just recently reposted an episode. There's a crossover where we were on Run the Layers with Creative Bobby talking all about creativity. Uh, so go check that out. Um, I think that's all the all the podcasting I've been doing at this point. Um, so we'll mention the Emmys, a couple other things that I want to highlight. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge, when she, uh, did you mm-hmm. see the clip of her them trying to like get her off and they played Hit the mm-hmm. Road Jack, which is kind of rude. But and then she starts dancing. Mm-hmm. I love Jennifer Coolidge. Uh, uh, congrats to everyone involved with the White Lotus, including my friend Misha, who uh, was involved with the COVID team. And cool. I love that show. Uh, also, uh, another thing from the Emmys I want to highlight is uh, at Quinta Brunson, uh, who is the second ever Black woman to win writing for a comedy series Emmy. Uh, I'm a big fan of Abbott Elementary. Uh, it's bringing broadcast TV back, if you ask me. No, I don't know how serious that statement is, but the fact that they have a 22-episode order for season two is big for broadcast TV, so I'm excited about that. Now, I am also really excited about what we have going on over on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network. You can keep up with that podcast at Brazil Dragon Pod. Uh, 
of course, we got High School Musical, the musical series with my beloved Sam Davis, who is an incredible podcaster in his own right. Love podcasting with Will and Sam in the same day in different podcasts. But with respect to High School Musical, the musical, the series, the project I'm the most excited about right now is Si Se Puede, a conversation about representation of Latine and Hispanic people in American media, and that's television and film. And I released the first episode today, which is an introduction, and it talks a little bit about the history of um, of Latine and Hispanic representation in American cinema and in television. Uh, It talks about historical precedents, a lot of whitewashing casting, as well as some fun facts that uh, Lupita Nyong'o is Mexican, and yeah. that was something that one of my friends learned today. Uh, it was me. This episode. Uh, and uh, it's going to be an interview series. So every couple of days, I'm going to be releasing an interview until October 15th of um, a conversation I'm having with either an actor, a producer, a director, um, a Latina creative, a reality star, or a consumer and aspiring creatives uh, about the Hollywood industry and representation in the media with Latina and Hispanic people. Uh, and I'm very excited for a couple interviews that I have lined up already and hopefully some more as the project continues to grow and expand. And you can check out the first interview uh, by the time you're listening to this tomorrow on September 15th. In terms of my main, you can follow me out with the fleep if you really care. Um, and my pop culture plug is going to be something Latina. Um, why don't we get things started with In the Heights, a great movie uh, that uh, we we can celebrate uh, Leslie Grace before we cry, reminding ourselves that Batgirl was rudely canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, but celebrate with some happy Latino joy. Well, have you seen In the Heights yet? I have not. I need to. <gasps> William, you need to. We can do a Discord watch party if you want. Sure. Oh. I intend to build out a Brazilian dragon discord. That is also on my agenda. Me and the great Corey B are working on it together. So uh, King Corey B. William, do you have anything else? Do you have a hashtag um, for this episode? I don't. Uh, what was the hashtag? Mommy madness? Hashtag mommy madness. Are we normalizing mommy still? As long as Navi's not here to stop us. Uh, this is between you and Navi. And... Uh, the the grown one too and the grown one too next week is the secret of success and the dupe side of the moon this has been what you doing until next time corn dog corn dog yummy 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 bye i know you know what you're doing today i know you know what you doing? Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you. I mean, Stacy's mom does got it going on, so mm-hmm. she's she's. Smart. You just said you said at the top of this episode. You said you said, "I'll let you make that joke because that sounds like a joke that you'll make." And then you <laughs> took it from me. You wouldn't. I'll even go let cut me it out of the until, episode. You couldn't even let me wait till we got. No, this this needs to be recorded for posterity. You couldn't even let me wait until I got to the point where I gave her a point for this. You just I took, cut it and you the, didn't you didn't even make the joke part. with any particular cadence. You just threw it out there and spoiled William, it. William, I will cut this out and put it in the back of the episode after so you can say the joke and then this will be a bonus outro. Okay. How about that? And the people will take my side. How long have we been recording? Too long. <laughs>